Hello and welcome to the Life, Living It and Living It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doan and today we're going to be talking about why strategy is important. But before we jump into all that, I want to give you my usual weekly update. So we were expecting a bit of snow this weekend but we didn't have any where we were uh, which was a bit of a shame because we loved uh, getting out in the snow uh, the other week when we had some. Um, my dog Snow, uh, which causes a hell of a lot of confusion when I'm shouting her name and uh, people are about <laughs> think I'm shouting at Snow as opposed to my dog. Um, so um, it's quite quite funny, um, but we, we missed out on that this, this weekend, which is a bit of a shame, but hopefully we'll have a little bit more uh, over the next week because I think we're supposed to be having some snow scheduled for um, the end of this week, which would be nice. Um, uh, you know, I'm really enjoying getting out in the snow and the cold weather. Um, I, I really like the cold, um, kind of suits me, but um, I, I'm not a big fan of the rain. It takes me a little bit to get going once I'm out in the rain, but once I'm out, I'm okay. It's just finding the um, finding the motivation to get out in the rain in the first place. Um, so we spent a bit of time outside this weekend anyway, uh, doing a couple of long walks, which was really nice. Uh, always nice to get out and enjoy the fresh air. Um, and snow, snow loves um, going for any kind of walk, so so that was ideal. Also did a little bit of DIY this weekend, or DIY-ish, I should say. It wasn't really DIY, cleaning and uh, moving things around. I had to move up the bookcases in my living room by a couple of centimetres. They were blocking an access panel um, that gets to my water stopcock. So if I ever needed to turn the water off in emergency, I'd have to empty the bookcases and move the bookcases up um, to be able to turn the water off, which obviously is not ideal. Um, so I finally got around to doing that. I only realised that it was kind of blocked when um, uh, the guys came to fix my uh, water tank um, a couple of months before Christmas. Um, the uh, When they came to fix the leak that I had, um, I went to go and switch it off. And whilst I was messing around trying to get the panel off, they realised there was an isolation valve on the bit that they needed to fix anyway. So I didn't need to turn the water to the whole place off. Uh, which was lucky because it would have taken me a little while to empty the bookcases uh, and move them but to get into the access panel. So I managed to do that. Um, so that had been playing on my mind for a little while and just spent a few hours doing that. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, as we go through today's episode. So this, this week's episode is kind of all about um, why strategy is important or why a plan is important. Strategy is quite a grand word, isn't it, for uh, a plan. Um, there, there is a difference between a strategy and a plan. Um, but for the purposes of today, um, you know, they're, they're interchangeable. Um, I think strategy is a grand word for what we're talking about, um, for goals and objectives, for targets. Um, those are probably better words than strategies for what we're talking about today. And, and I want to talk about why it's important to have those goals, strategies and targets. Um, because, you know, we've talked about how we do that. And we did talk a little bit about why it's important. But... I think we've got to link that through and follow those conversations through um, because there's there's a really important aspect that um, is linked in here. So when you've got a plan or, or goals, targets, etc., um, you've got something to aim for and you've you've got kind of a direction that's been set and you know where you're going. Now it doesn't necessarily matter. So the plan um, of how you get to those things can change and adapt. Um, you know, and that's fine. Just like a route might change if you're putting into a sat-nav, you might be going down one road and maybe there's a road closure because of road works. So you've got to divert off um, and go a slightly different route. And the same is true about goals and objectives that you might take yourself throughout the year. 
um, or throughout your life. Um, you know, you might be aiming for one particular target and you take a couple of routes to get there and you end up having to divert a couple of times because of um, various different issues that you've encountered as, as you try to get towards that destination. And that's fine. I think if you're redirecting yourself because you've experienced something uh, or you're doing a process, maybe it's not working as well as you wish, so you adapt, you adjust, try something new, that's going to keep getting you towards your goals. And that's the same as, you know, on a journey, if you go on your travels, on holiday, you're going somewhere, you know, you hit a road closure, you don't just turn around and, and go home, um, you kind of take a little diversion and, and keep going until you get to your destination. And a lot of us kind of forget that sometimes, that it's okay to be diverted, it's okay to do things that weren't necessarily on our plan to begin with. So not only is it important to have that plan, uh, those goals, those targets, it's important that we keep refreshing them and don't hold ourselves too closely to account in terms of following every single step because you might like I say you might follow a whole load of processes let's, let's uh, make up a, a real simple example um, maybe you're starting your own um, pet grooming business um, so you buy a shop um, you've got your uh, place of business um, you've got uh, you hire um, a receptionist to, to manage the front of house and the customers you hire somebody to do the the grooming maybe um, and then obviously you're the manager of the whole situation and maybe you've got a couple of other staff as well um, doing various other bits now maybe you decide that you want to expand um, so you start looking for buildings um, in an area um, close to where you are but you know there's a lot of footfall but you struggle to find an appropriate location you can't find uh, a, a building like the one you've already got um, that would work really well for grooming so what would you do? Would you give up or would you start looking in slightly different areas? Would you do a bit of analysis to work out right what other areas would work really well um, for, for your type of business? I'm guessing you do the second one. You, you do that analysis, find out where there's a shortage of uh, dog grooming businesses in this case, um, do some analysis of the type of buildings that are available in that area and see if something meets your criteria in an area that you think is good. Now that's a, a kind of the right way to go about things, in my opinion anyway, uh, do that analysis. You know, the danger is you could fall into several traps. So you could give up and just uh, be uh, kind of stuck uh, as, as you were uh, in the old premises, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It just doesn't allow you the growth that you want. So you kind of uh, you uh, at a standstill if you like you're not moving forward because your business is a certain size it can't grow any further because you can't um, you've not got enough rooms there's not enough space to put hire more people in there um, so you're kind of stuck at that level of growth at that level of business that you're at uh, when you started looking for the new property so that's and that's not a, you know necessarily a terrible place to be in um, sometimes we need that period of um, sustainment um, we need that consistency of delivery um, to get us to that next level. Um, so that might be okay for, for the phase that you're in. However, if you want to grow, like I say, and you can't find somewhere, the, the danger that you could fall into is just going, right, okay, there's a building here that is suitable. Let's jump into that. Let's uh, buy that, rent that, whatever. Um, and instead of doing the research needed to say, right, are there any other groomers in this area? Is there a market for this? Um, do I need to 
do any kind of advertising for the new business and just jump in straight into it, you could be getting a building in an area miles away from where your um, target audience is. Um, so you're not going to have the footfall, you're not going to have the traffic that you need. Um, so you need to kind of do that analysis and, and your plan will allow you to do that because at the end of your plan, or it will definitely at least say, once you've done it right, this is wrong, we need to stop, we need to reevaluate and kind of um, get rid of this building now and, and try and find somewhere in a more suitable location. Um, but hopefully it would have caught that beforehand because you, you'd have that target. You'd say, right, I want this much business in the new area. How how can I get that business? Is it the right area? Are the customers nearby? Are they going to come to to that building? Um, is it in a, an easily accessible position? Um, all these good things that contribute towards um, that business idea. So the planet and the strategy is kind of the guidance structure um, that guides you as you go on that journey. Uh, exactly the same as traveling, like I said before. So if you've got an end destination in mind, as long as you're heading in that general direction, it doesn't really matter what detours you take along the way, as long as you're making steady progress towards your destination and having a good time and meeting some of your goals along the way, then what does that matter? So that guidance, that strategy, that plan, those goals, those objectives are your guidance system. They become your sat-nav. And as we move down various different paths, that strategy, those goals, those targets may change as you go along. And it's important that they change as they go along because if you have the same goals for a long period of time, and I'm talking years rather than uh, months or anything else, um, if you have those same strategy targets, that probably means that you've not, you're not achieving what you wanted to achieve. Um, so you need to adjust, it means your strategy is not working. And the other danger of that is once you achieve a strategy, if your strategy has been exactly the same for say 30 years, for example, once you eventually meet that target, you've become so attached to that target that you kind of just relax and switch off and you've met your met that goal, you've met that target. Um, you, you almost run the risk of becoming disinterested in anything else, um, not wanting to set another goal because it's taking you so long. So there's a couple of issues that could have happened here. Either you've set yourself, yourself such a massive goal, such a difficult goal to achieve, um, that it was really a miracle anyway that you've achieved it in 30 years. Um, but it, and it's amazing that you've stuck with it for that long to start off with. But the the other things is that's, that's demotivating along the journey. You need to be able to have those small wins along the way and you need to be able to allow growth in that strategy, growth within those goals, um, to be able to keep taking yourself to the next level. Now, I'm a big fan of the 10x rule. So if you set a goal, 10x it, and you'll, you'll meet your goal, your original goal, and then some is the idea. Um, I, I'm a really big fan of that. But if you're setting goals so big that it's gonna take 30 years to get there, or longer, you know, or even shorter than that, even 20, 25 years is far too long to be working on the same goal. Like I say, you you risk a number of things. You risk uh, you risk demotivation along the way. Uh, you miss you risk well, giving up altogether. Uh, you risk a whole load of um, other things, such as 
missing out on other opportunities because you can become so attached, so um, single track minded on that one goal, that one objective, that you miss a whole host of other opportunities that may present themselves along the way because you've become fixed to this plan, this strategy um, that so far in the future, you're not willing to take those detours. So you keep pounding against the brick walls that appear in front of you um, it's, it's almost as as way as though um, you know on the journey you've hit some roadworks and instead of following the detour signs you just pull over and park and sit and wait for the roadworks to be finished uh, you know that may be weeks months in some cases years if you're talking about motorway upgrades etc so you could be sat there for a significant period of time um, metaphorically banging your head against that brick wall trying to get around those those roadworks that you've encountered when actually if you take a step back um, shorten that goal up a little bit then um, you know you could have um, finished your goal a lot easier got to that destination uh, taken a shift you know and moved on and, and the reason why I think this is important you know I had some bad news over the weekend just gone um, an uncle of mine passed away, unfortunately. It uh, wasn't to do with um, COVID in any way. It was um, he had pneumonia, uh, and it was kind of uh, kind of expected, but it doesn't make it any less uh, kind of sad or real, uh, um, you know. Um, and when he was in the hospital, he was actually in hospital for for the same thing just before Christmas, um, and the and the staff um, had kind of said to to the family that he, they think he'd kind of given up. And that um, he, he kind of he was ready to, to die, uh, which is obviously a sad sad place to be in. Uh, and I'm, by the way, I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. Um, when when you're in that position, you know I, you, you'll never know until you're there yourself, will you? Um, but I think that having those strategies and those goals will hopefully lift you out of a position like that. Now I'm not necessarily saying. Um, that he didn't have a strategy or goals, um, but if if you're tied to a goals and objectives, you are less likely to give up on them. And, and you know, I'm talking about giving up on life in this particular instance, which is obviously really uh, really sad situation to be in. And you know, we hear about this kind of thing in the news all the time. You know, maybe you've been personally affected by it. Maybe you've got family and friends who've kind of um, been at a stage where they've given up on life. Um, obviously, really tragic. But if you've got these goals and these objectives that you're invested in, and that's the important thing. Sometimes um, when we reach challenges, we find out what we're really invested in. And sometimes we set ourselves kind of super, superfluous, what, uh, what's that word? Can't say it. Um, kind of um, those goals that don't are, are not really important, really important to us. Maybe we've been pushed into them by other people, peer pressure, uh, whatever it may be, maybe they're just not something that we're really bought into. Maybe we wanted to lose weight because a couple of our friends commented on it, but we weren't really bought into the process. So don't let yourself be kind of pushed into setting a target or goal by other people. Those targets and goals that we have for ourselves really need to be set by ourselves. We really need to be tied into those goals because those goals will help keep you motivated. And, and that's another reason why you can't set those massively long-term goals, those 30-year type goals. And it's okay to have those in the back of your head, by the way. I'm not saying, saying don't have an, a, a vision of where you want to be in 25 to 30 years. You know, that's a really good thing to have. 
but you really need to have goals that are measurable in a lot smaller chunks than that. You know, we're talking at a minimum quarterly, we need to be reviewing these. And when we review them, we really need to be seeing progress against them. If we're not seeing progress, and we're doing all the right things, by the way, I'm assuming that we're doing all the right things in this scenario, and we're not seeing any progress and your goal's probably too big, um, we need to chunk it down uh, and, and break it down further to, to be able to keep that motivation, to keep that excitement alive. If, if we're if we're bought into those goals we should be really excited you know I've got a friend who always says to me um, I don't know how you do it you do so many different things how do you keep motivated to do so many different things how do you and you always achieve them when you say you're going to do something you achieve it it may take you slightly longer than you expected but you always get there in the end and I was like well it's simple I, I have a hunger for life I have a, I want to experience everything that life has to offer I want to be able to do a lot of different things or to have done a lot of different things and just to try things out you know for example I did the charity boxing match a couple of years ago you know I've talked about that a number of times on the podcast what an amazing experience I'm clearly not a fighter if, if you've ever seen me I do not strike you as a fighter and I will not strike anybody as a fighter and I had my backside kicked uh, but it was a great experience nonetheless I absolutely loved it the same with doing my running I was told that I need the hip hip replacement so why not go and do um, uh, marathons or races you know I've done six or seven half marathons now a load of other races I did that 25 kilometer run I'm working on my marathon this year hopefully I'll be able to get that in with COVID and everything um, but I want to be able to do these things I'm learning the piano I've learned some Spanish I'm now learning French um, I have a real hunger to do these things but the key thing is I've got to set myself goals and objectives if I don't set myself goals and objectives then I'm not going to get anywhere I know that I need those to drive me I know I need those to keep my motivation up so what are those things that you're really tied into that you really want to achieve um, and those are the things that you need to put into your plans your goals your strategy your vision uh, your future and that's what um, you need to tie your hope to and what I wouldn't tie it to is just one thing you need a number of things to be able to to kind of live that life that we love um, which is what we're all about here on the life living it and loving it podcast um, we're really all about maximizing happiness on the journey throughout life to whatever our goals and objectives are and some of those goals and objectives that you're working to they some of them shouldn't be just well they all shouldn't just be business goals and monetary goals you should have other goals in there as well um, because again that's going to help you stay motivated stay tied into it so that's why when i do things like my coaching my podcast all this business type stuff that i do have goals and objectives around i also have goals and objectives around things like my language learning my piano playing my fitness all those things tied together really bring me joy and that's the only way um to kind of maintain joy or the way i see it anyway is the easiest way to maintain uh, a life that we love if we're all about business 24 7 we're going to burn ourselves out we're going to lose motivation and and lose sight of the fact that there are other things because once we retire you know we're left with whatever else we've done uh, once work has gone and that can be challenging for some people uh, but hopefully if as you've gone through life you've achieved some of these other goals and, and you've got now that time freed up that you can achieve other things as well and build on what you've already done so far 
So hopefully that's given you some food for thought today. Uh, it's been a bit of a meandering episode. Um, but I think the key takeaways are make sure that we've got a strategy and plan. We've talked about why that's important, but it's even more important that we're tied in and we uh, maintain a strategy uh, a vision for our future and that we allow it to change and uh, adapt as we move through the journey of life let's go and live that life we love thanks very much for listening guys see you next week